Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Luke John Louis, the host of the Deep Voice Man Show. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we have a treat in store for you guys. Our guest is Peter Michael, and Peter is a real estate broker who has gained a, a personal uh, familiarity with the varying pace and frequently changing nature of the New York City housing market. And uh, he has years of experience uh, in real estate, and uh, he specializes in lower Manhattan. And uh, he's committed uh, to working with all his clients and working around their schedules uh, to suit their needs. And he'll listen to them and uh, eliminate possible showings that don't fit their needs. And, you know, he just wants to help folks in New York uh, find places to live uh, so they can be comfortable and and be kings and queens of their castle. Because uh, he, he knows that uh, many people, they have to deal with the daily grind and challenges of New York, so they want to go home and, and be comfortable. And so he is someone who is deeply passionate about real estate, and he uh, that's why he founded his own firm, Pierre Michel. Uh, so far has 12 agents uh, on board, and uh, his firm is growing by leaps and bounds. And again, I'm not, you know, uh, Peter has a special place in my heart because I consider him a friend. We uh, we actually attended the same college at the same time, um, and uh, he is someone uh, that I met up with again when I used to work in real estate. Uh, I used to work at a real estate firm in the financial district, and I could see the passion and the drive uh, that he had when it came to real estate. It was amazing. And he is someone who's uh, also had previous experience working in real estate management, and uh, he's someone who's also uh, fluent in two languages, English and Greek, which is amazing. Um, so we're so fortunate to have Peter here. He's very busy, so he's able to carve out some time in his packed schedule to sit down and have a chat with us. Uh, so we're, we are very fortunate. Um, thank you so much, Peter, for coming on board. And I guess to start off, um, I guess we'd love to know, you know, what exactly is your background and how did you first gravitate towards doing what you do today? Well, Luke, um, pleasure to have me on the show. Thank you once again for having me here. Um, well, I, my first adventure with real estate was um, was with my family. So my family decided to buy some investment properties when I was younger. So living mm-hmm. in in and out of it, basically from understanding the bones and the structure of real estate, how a building runs, you know, you know the maintenance piece mm-hmm. and everything, and I. And I started developing a love for it. So I decided to go into management. And when I went into management at 18, 19 years old, um, I started learning more and more about the ins and outs of real estate. I never thought I'd be on the other side until one day somebody approached me and was like, hey, man, you should try doing it. I I see your passion for it. I think you'd be great for it. The rest, 12 years later, the rest is history. Here I am today. You know? Wow, that's amazing. Um, and, yep. you know, it's interesting. And thank you for sharing your story. You kind of stumbled on it somewhat by accident, but you just realized that, yeah. you know, this is what you wanted to do. Someone brought it up to you, you're passionate about it, and you said, why not? And, as you, you know, the rest is history. And so, again, your family had investment properties. Um, and you worked in maintenance or management on the management side. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and, and then you wanted to go on the other side of it, so to speak, and you've been on that side for, tw- uh, for over a decade now, which is amazing. 
and Absolutely. you do a, a damn good job of it, obviously. Um, you, you ended up starting your own firm, which is amazing. Very few agents um, end up becoming um, brokers in the sense of starting their own firm or brokerage. Um, and I, in fact, most agents quit, right, <laughs> the first couple of years. So you've seen tremendous Absolutely. success as an agent. To, and then to graduate to having your own firm is amazing. Um, so my hat is off to you. And um, so I'm curious, um, obviously you've been doing this for a while now. Uh, how would you describe mm-hmm. the, the current state of real estate? Uh, obviously you specialize in New York City. How, would you, how do you see things going on right now, and, and what challenges has the pandemic posed? Well, there is a lot of challenges with the pandemic, right, because nobody knew what was the outcome right. Of the city. So, you know, remember, put right. on the mask for two weeks and we'll come back. Well, it wasn't right. two weeks. You, you know, we were right. shut down until about July. So wow. it was dry for three, four months. You know, we had to figure out ways to keep the company afloat. You know, I scrambled. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't even get any PPP loans in the beginning. We were wow. trying to get marked as essential. You know, I mean, people need right. a place to live. Right. Um, and then I just I just went back to my old tactics, you know, product knowledge. Right. And that's what kept me alive today. And now we're finally seeing the pulse again. You know, not every I mean, look, it felt at one point New York City was asleep. You know, it was a city that never slept. Right. And when you go to Times Square downtown, you don't see anybody moving. It, it's yeah. a scary thought. Yeah. It's yeah. a real scary thought. Now, now people are slowly coming back. You know, we have a pulse now. Um, right. Things, things are starting to rent. Things are starting to sell. And I think right. New York City is going to pick up where it left off. That's the value of it. All right. That's amazing. Thank you so, so much for sharing that story again. And obviously, uh, I, I, I hear with New York City, the rents have been going down. So I think it, that's also Absolutely. an excellent opportunity, a lot of it. A lot of investors are coming in and scooping um, properties up, apartment buildings at bargain, and obviously it's going to go up. So they're buying low, and <laughs> it's going to get high. So that's great. So that's amazing. You had the, you said three to four months of kind of like a, a dry spell, um, and but you, you 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 do what you always do, you know. Um, you dig in. You have that passion, and you you grind it out. And you weren't able to get any PPP loans, which is interesting. A lot of businesses weren't and actually went under. Um, but, you know, you guys are still, you know, you survived and are still thriving. So, again, my hat is off to you. And you guys, you, you tried to get your business um, marked as essential, which I believe it is because people need to find a home. Um, and were you able to, to do that or did, what, did that succeed or um, can you – so we had um, a lot of meetings with uh, with Albany. Um, I yeah. have some right. friends that are state assemblymen. Right. And, you know, uh, I, I expressed um, I was supposed to go up to Albany and speak on behalf right. of, of the real estate, the real estate right. community. And we got Mark Essential after California did it. Uh, right. And then they shut us down again. But eventually, oh, wow. you eventually. <laughs> Uh, things started to open up in July, and we were one of the few that were allowed to start showing again. But it wasn't easy. Wow. It was not. It was not something wow. that we were used to. I mean, it was a lot of virtual right. tours, right? A, a lot more yeah. work. 
Yeah. Less volatility. So. Right. Yeah. And it was a big so adjustment for me. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> you have to go to virtual showings. That's kind of weird. Um, you know, um, obviously that's, I think, more and more the norm now. But that's amazing that you kind of worked hard. You didn't give up. And you showed that perseverance that all, you know, successful entrepreneurs have. And you said that you went, you resorted to those, you said old tactics and, and, um, and you, you kept grinding away. You even went to Albany to, to, to save your firm, to right. sort of rescue your industry. And yeah, it was very weird at that time because I actually worked around Times Square to see, you know, Times Square is usually the, the beating heart of New York City and to see nothing going on, no tourists and nothing. It was just a ghost town. That was spooky. It was like a movie, really, <laughs> you know, um, and very, very weird. And obviously, as you said before, New York City slowly coming back, which is amazing. Um, New York City, I don't think, is ever going to go away. People were writing articles about how the city was dead or dying, but uh, I didn't believe that at all. I think New York is the capital of the world, and it's going to remain so. Um, either people are going to still work in New York City or they're going to live there or live around there, so it's never going to go away. And tourists are always going to come there and flock. Um, so, you know, and I think you play a key role in, you know, keeping the city going and, and revitalizing the city, helping people find the best property to live in for their needs. So uh, I think you guys are definitely beyond essential. Um, so uh, in, my, in my opinion, um, I'm curious. Uh, obviously, in the future, you know, there'll be a post-pandemic world where this thing either goes away for the most part or completely. And, um, and obviously, we wish that comes sooner rather than later. Where, where do you see things in the future, and, and where do you uh, see yourself in that future? Well, look, there's a lot of good and bad that came out of this pandemic, right? So okay. in the near future, in the near future, um, I really believe virtual uh, tours are going to be essential, you know? Um, right, right. The tech, as the technology evolves and everything, um, right. you know, we want to we grow things, bring international buyers through. And the right. only way to really to get a sense of how things are going is, like, to really focus on mm. the videos and the ins and outs of it, you know, it. Right. It's amazing right. how it's awoken something that we never thought was a possibility, and now it's becoming our reality. So right. That's so. Uh, it's real estate in the whole is going to change on the way things are are going to be done, you know. And event right. like that's why, especially with the firm and all, we're we're right. leaning more to technology, and we're becoming more of a technology mm. firm than anything. Mm. Wow. Where, really? Wow. That's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, with crisis comes opportunity sometimes. And, Absolutely. You know, you, you, obviously you're talking about essentially what is a new normal. It's never going to go back to the way things were right before no. the pandemic. Yeah, no, no, Yeah. That world's over. Um, and you obviously you said there's a rise in virtual tours, and which is interesting because when you do virtual tours, that saves you time. Uh, which is everyone's most valuable commodity is time and saves you money. You know, obviously agents, brokers, they don't have to travel to the place, uh, wait for the 
<laughs> you know, the prospective buyer or renter to, uh, to meet up with you and then go show them the place. Now you can do it virtually, which is very efficient, and you can show, you know, more people, you know, uh, the same amount of time than you were before. And you can rent properties or sell properties faster, uh, I would imagine. Um, so that's incredible. And so you, you mentioned before that there's good and bad, right? And uh, yeah. so I can really see the good here. <laughs> you mentioned the bad before, and I can see, really see the good here. So the virtual touring, which seems kind of unusual at first, is now beginning to be the norm, which is amazing. Um, and so now you said before that you guys are, you know, obviously you do real estate, but you guys are turning into more and more of a tech farm, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> that's incredible. And uh, so uh, I, I, I can see why the future is bright uh, for real estate, particularly in New York City, uh, as things get back and, as, uh, and with this technology. Um, now, here's the thing. Now, there's a lot of people, uh, when it comes to real estate agents and brokers, they, they may view you guys as an unnecessary middle person. You know, maybe they can find a place on their own if they go to Craigslist or, or wherever, uh, I don't know, Facebook. And why should someone use uh, the help of an agent to rent, find a rental or to buy or sell a property? Uh, you know, why can't a person do that on their own? Why is a, a real estate professional necessary? Well, first of all, the way I'm going to word it, it's pretty simple like this. Um, you right. can do it all on your own, but time is right. money, right? Right. The frustration that you develop going from showing right. to showing with a different broker, just right. popping up. It's, you don't know the ins and out of it. I mean, we are right. professionals. That, that's what right. makes real estate agents in New York City stand out, the professional right. world. We live, right. eat, and breathe real estate. We understand right. every needs to get approved to buy whatever the transaction is. We save you right. so much time and stress that yeah I, it, it's like hiring a lawyer if you go to right if you if you get a parking ticket or there's a case built up yeah. against you you need that right. extra help and that support system to overpass yeah. like to overcome the hurdles and real estate yeah. agents are never going to go away in some form we're always yeah. going to be needed you know right definitely that's how i look um, at it but right you know with the prof- with professionalism piece right let's let's touch on that our product yeah. knowledge is really what's going to put like make an agent stand out you know right there's, there's only Definitely. so much you can read you know mm-hmm. mm. that's amazing and uh, that's incredible and I definitely personally feel that um, what you guys do is essential and an important service because, as you said, time is money. You guys have the knowledge. Uh, for most people who are working, you know, nine to five, they don't have the, you know, they don't have the time to study what's going on. And but you guys, you know, this is your profession. You live, eat, and breathe this stuff. And it, like you said before, it's like hiring a lawyer. You know the saying that if you, if you're your own lawyer, you have a fool for a client. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's similar with uh, real estate. If you're your own real estate agent you sort of have a fool for a client as well in the sense that, you know, um, and, you know, it's interesting because I've, I've actually read studies where it says that people actually sell their homes faster uh, when they have a real estate agent and they end up making more money. 
as opposed to if they sold you know sold the property by themselves, right? Um, so uh, I mean, look, there is truth to that. You know, yeah. there's a lot of truth to it. I mean, usually an agent can sell a property within 30 days. So if you're trying to sell it on your own, it could take six months to a year, even longer. Really? Sometimes wow. they never sell. Yeah. Wow. Just the little, wow, littlest things. Wow. That's amazing. And, it, again, it goes back to that product knowledge. And, you know, you guys know what you're doing because you're focused on it all the time. And, and right. as you know, time is money. You know, if, if an agent could sell your home, sell property within 30 days, as opposed to if someone does it on their own, 6 or 12 months, and probably even fails doing it, you know, they've wasted a whole bunch of time. Uh, just because they want to save money on a on a fee or commission that they have to pay to an agent. As you know, they say the cheap comes expensive. So, you know, you actually, people need to be aware of this and understand that what you guys do is essential and it's an important, vital service. And you guys will, like you said, will never go away. So I think people really need to use real estate agents when they can. And um, so, Tom, thank you so much for that. Now, here's the thing. Um, now, there are so many people that are licensed real estate professionals, uh, real estate agents, or like yourself, real estate brokers. And there's so many of you guys out there and so many entering the field. I'm curious, uh, what, how do you stand out? Like, like what is your competitive advantage? Um, what do you do better than all the other folks and uh, brokers out there? Um, you know. Well, the reason why I've always stood out and why my team is starting to stand out is product right. knowledge. Um, right. And I, I can't stress that point enough. We're faster right. than any building that you'll meet. Yes. We're faster yes. than the that listings online. We just know what's yes. coming on off the market at any given moment. I mean, right. And when they call, people are really impressed. At first, right? They look at you like a used car salesman. Ah, oh, this guy's trying right. to sell me. Yeah. But then when you start relaying the information, information is key. Clients yeah. today, or an average person, we live in a world of, of false, false information on the Internet. 95% of okay. things that you see out there are yeah. inaccurate because they're not right. updated. Things could be floating around on the dark, dark web for years, but right. they're not to date. That's mm. why we stand out because we, we show them the realities, you know? Yeah. All right. And up and down markets. That's amazing. Wow. Ooh. Well, okay. That's incredible. So you guys have the product knowledge and you guys impress clients with that knowledge while they if they show up in person or if they call you guys on the phone and and you kind of inform them and give them accurate information as opposed to the 95% of all the stuff out, facts out there that are or supposed you know false false facts out there that are garbage and um so that's amazing and you guys have speed so you guys it allows you to be nimble i guess in a particularly in an ever changing market which is amazing um, I guess that helps you as opposed to firms that are much larger. They, maybe they, they're not as quick. But you guys can get on things really, really fast, which is amazing. And, you know, now I'm guessing you guys also have that major focus as well. Um, maybe you, 
um, you specialize in maybe certain areas and, and know those areas really, really, really well. Um, which I, I think that helps as well. Or um, so that's amazing. And uh, so obviously it's tough because so many agents come in and they and they fail with. I think it's the failure rate or attrition rate is like over ninety percent in the first couple of years. Some agents, you know, they get their license and they never make a any kind of deal, do anything with it, uh, which is weird. Um, you know, but you guys, you know, obviously you've been able to stick with it, and so you clearly know what you're doing. Um, only very few get to the level that you're at when it comes to uh, working as a real estate agent who beca- who has be- now become a broker, which is amazing. And so clearly you know what you're doing. Um, you've helped, I'm sure, a lot of people uh, over the years. And I'm curious, can you tell us any of the most moving or entertaining stories from your career? I mean, there's stories every single day. Um, wow. Look, uh, the most moving piece that I ever had, I'll be honest with you, everyone thinks we're in real estate for the money, right? I've right. had clients right. that, that, and I'll specify with my clients, even some of my agents, that literally moved yeah. here 10 years ago with some of my earlier clients that, you yeah. know, just graduated college. And yeah. through the years, every year, they would contact me for a new apartment whatsoever. And I remember telling them early on, like, you know, I'm going to be the guy that's going to sell, uh, the, you're going to purchase your first home with. I know it's a tough okay. city. <laughs> it's a magical city. And one person right. I relate exactly came here with I just on a job interview. They came right. from Las Vegas and right. they had nothing. Twenty two year old wow. girl. Nothing. And you know, seven, eight years down the line I, I meet her fiance and they purchased their first condo wow. with me and at the closing table she broke down in tears and told me because of you, you this is a reality. You inspired me. Wow. I, I didn't even know any of this stuff. I, I inspired her because I kept telling her the magic of New York, and it does. Wow. It's, wow. it's just being here, like, brings opportunity. And if, you're, if you have that grittiness and that, that perseverance, right. you know, you, yeah. you can overcome anything. And that really right. touched me, and that's, that's why I go back to that story and say, that's the reason why I got into the business. That five, that right. thirty seconds where they crack a smile, or that—that's wow. the most important piece for me. It comes full circle, then, you know. That's wow. when you know you're doing that's, your job. That—that's that, the most moving part. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. So you—you you kind of, kind of kept in touch with her. You had a, a sort of like a relationship where you, you know, she was a twenty-two-year-old yeah. girl. She came here from Las Vegas. You helped her out, and then later on, she has a fiancé. You helped them buy uh, their own place, a condo, and mm-hmm. that's amazing. And, you know, and she she cried because of all the, you know, how you've helped her. And, you know, it's interesting as a real estate agent, you know, it's you, you're more than just or more than just an agent or a broker in your case. You know, you're, you're I guess you're, you do things that are much, I think, in a sense, much deeper than that. And, you know, I guess maybe similar to a life coach, if, if maybe I'm not finding the right words, but, but you know, you're, you're right. You're spot on. Yeah. 
because it right. becomes such a stressful piece, you know, like yeah, you you really have to calm them down, and it's like you change their life, especially with the right. sale. They don't understand yeah. the reality of what New York City real estate really means. Like the reevaluation piece in five to ten years. Now you have a four one k plan or a retirement plan that you thought came from nothing. You know. Right. 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 And you touch, it's so amazing. You so touch people's yeah, lives. You wear a hat. Yeah. And that's amazing. Like you wear several different hats. You're like a life coach, a therapist. You know, uh, in so many ways, you have to calm them down. You know, obviously, it's a t- it's tense and stressful when people have to move and they have to do this and that, and it's all interconnected. And so uh, that's amazing, and that you were able to help people to touch their lives and whatnot. And um, so that was an incredible story, uh, a in- very inspiring story. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting. You have to, you know, it's a personal business. You know, you have to build relationships these people have to trust you they have to give you certain intimate information and details about their lives um, in order for you to find the right place in order for you to help them effectively and so that that human element that relationship element is so key and um, I'm curious obviously when you start off in real estate it's tough (laughs) you have to grind it out and one of the best ways to do that is through I'm sure what you did you do a lot of networking you have to go out there and meet people, you know, get in touch with people that you know already, um, and, it, and it helps you to get referrals because they say the best agents and best brokers, they rely on referrals mostly, or if not all, their business comes from referrals. Uh, I'm curious, what advice would you give to people when it comes to networking and getting referrals? So this could be for anyone. This could be for financial advisors, people who are looking for a job, who are unemployed, who have a job but want a better job because, you know, no job is secure. Like, everyone has to network. And what advice would you give for people in this regard? Don't lie. <laughs> That's okay. the reality of it. Don't okay. lie. Tell people, you, tell people the truth, you know. Right. Um, they'll respect you more. Um, yeah. I, the way I grew was, especially, like you said, right, in the beginning, it was very hard. Network. How do you yeah. gain somebody's trust? So, yeah. The, um, the secret to my formula was never lying, you know? Wow. I've had to get my first exclusive listing like a year into the, a year into the game. I basically told them, I'm not the most experienced agent. I've only been doing this for a year, but I promise you I won't right. be out work. They right. gave me a chance. Now I manage their buildings. Wow. You know? And I, and wow, I that's amazing. By the same, yeah, the same code of ethics. I, I basically told them, look, I, I'm one of those guys. I will, I will not be outworked. You know, there might be someone with more experience, but I'll put in 12, 16-hour days. I, I want to learn as much as possible. Give me that chance. <laughs> and they wow. gave me a chance. Wow. That's what I tell people. Don't that's lie. Amazing. Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. That's amazing. Your, your world, your your world will change. I, I, that's why I don't understand when a lot of new agents they get into this business, they think they know it all. It's like there's so many moving yeah. parts. You really yeah. have to dig deep, and if you tell people the truth, 
because it's so rare, they'll gravitate to you more, and then you'll have referrals for life. Wow. That's amazing. And that's how I built, that's how I built my business. That's amazing. And, and it goes back to, um, you know, before when you talked about how you stand out and what differentiates you. I think this is a part of that, too, that, that integrity. Because, you know, it's interesting how so many people in sales will lie. You know, I've seen that quite Absolutely. a lot. And they, you know, they have success maybe in the beginning, but the lies catch up to them, you know, um, and you know, people get burned. They get fired. They get in trouble. And they don't get referrals. Obviously, if you're a dishonest agent or broker, you're not going to get referrals, right? I imagine that's not going to happen. And that's amazing advice. And thank you for sharing it. And I think more people need to follow it. Because um, I think what happens is a lot of people, they get into, you know, being a real estate agent or broker, and they get desperate. You know, they want to make something happen. Of course. And they, get, they want to become really pushy, really dishonest. And it comes from a place of desperation. But it's counterproductive. You know, you know, your job is to help other people, you know, so you can have a win-win situation. Not to just help yourself. And, you know, it's possible that everyone can win. It's like when you put two candles together and the, the fire is bigger. It doesn't get smaller. Right. You know, there's ways, you know, and there's ways to, that you can succeed by helping yourself, helping others, not by screwing them. And, and that's amazing. And, you know, it's interesting how, you know, because of your passion for real estate, obviously what comes with that is a strong work ethic and a strong drive. You know, you saying to these folks in the beginning that you, you're willing to work 12, 16-hour days, that's, <laughs> that's incredible. And obviously you had an advantage when you're new because if someone is busy, and they have a whole bunch of clients and experience, they may not devote as much individual attention to each client. You know, you know, and you could do that in the beginning when you have fewer clients. So I think it may be Absolutely. more of an advantage to go into right, a new person. You know. So amazing. And so I think that's incredible. Um, you, know, you can win by telling the truth and having integrity, so to speak. Um, now, that, it's interesting because that's, cause that's how you stand out. Go, that's right. how you stand out, integrity, man. Right. And that's amazing. And, uh, and the other thing, you know, that, that ties into my next question. Um, unfortunately, a lot of uh, real estate agents, brokers, they have a bad reputation. I'm sure you know this. Um, a lot of people view Absolutely. people like you and your industry very negatively um, because there's a lot of desperate, pushy kind of folks who, who do lie, unfortunately. And you stand out by being one of the few to tell the truth. What do you think the industry should do to to raise the ethical bar and to to make and turn this image around? Well, the only way you can really turn it around is with them, right? So, the biggest problem I see are with a lot of brokerage firms, which actually made me want to make my own brokerage firm. Is there's no training, you know? So mm. I really believe it stems from the top. You have to implement right. the integrity in your agents, you know, uh, right. and you really have to put your foot down. You, you, you can't have right. a cutthroat business. If you have a cutthroat business, you'll never grow. Right. And that's the right. reality of it. I just think a lot of these bigger firms, they just hire people. They don't care. It's a revolving door effect. And yeah. they're not teaching them anything. They're like, go out there and rent and sell apartments. And like you said, back, going back to what you said, when there's desperation, 
you know, people will do anything to put food on the table. You know, it can go months right. without getting a commission check. So right, right there, if you don't hold true to your, you know, I've starved for the business. There was days that yeah. <laughs> I didn't have anything to eat. Wow. I, I literally, literally did not have anything to eat, but I just kept telling myself that I, I'm not going to be one of those guys. I'm literally going to tell the truth, and whatever happens, yeah. happens. At least I can sleep at night. And the reality wow. is if we want to change the norm and the reality of the industry structure, bigger yeah. firms are going to have to go in there, and all firms are going to have to implement integrity pieces. And that's what they're right. not doing, and they they don't they, they don't reprimand companies for it. You know, they're just like, okay, wow. whatever. They're too. You ever hear the story too big to fail? That's why nothing gets right. changed. Wow, that's amazing. What you're doing, and you know, with your own firm, and I, but I think you know you're kind of leading the charge in terms of uh, I think helping to turn the industry around, and. You know, I think that when people look at the success of your firm, I think that obviously, you know, people want to copy success. And I think that other people may listen to you and see you and say, okay, I want to be an agent like Peter is. I want to be a broker like Peter is. I want to work for a broker like Peter. And and I think that's incredible. You know, obviously we hear stories about um, a lot of real estate houses, brokerages being so cutthroat. Sometimes, you know, the agents will backstab each other, steal a deal right out under another agent, you know, and you hear these crazy stories. And, and so it's, it's amazing. And you said that if, you're, if it's that cutthroat, you can't grow. Um, and it leads exactly. to high burnout, you know. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, but you know, I find it inspiring that you you told me that there were days you couldn't you you didn't eat, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, but you stuck with it, and it's it's amazing. You had that kind of perseverance, and you know, and perseverance is one of the key traits that defines very successful people. Uh, people who don't quit, um, people who don't give up, and and I see how. Uh, you're succeeding again with you know perseverance and with integrity. Uh, these are key principles that people should be inspired uh, by your story to follow. And it's incredible that your firm is helping to break the mold. Um, I'm curious what what advice um, you know what other advice would you give to people um, who want to do what you're doing? You know they want to start a career as a real estate agent and possibly be a broker. What would you tell someone like that? Well, I'll joke about it. Don't do it, but I'll tell them don't <laughs> do it. But at the end of the day, I'll basically tell them, like, the secret to the formula is work hard, you know, um, do your market research, right? Don't go in, don't go into mindset. And I never do this, even after 12 years. You know, I've seen a lot of different things. I'm always yeah. willing to le- learn, you know, go have an open okay. mind. Mm. Because, and I'll go back to our earlier conversation. If I didn't have an open mind, I would have mm. lost the company back in the pandemic. 
Oh, wow. I had to adapt. It's a, you know, there's a saying, adapt or die. So if right. you want to get into this business, don't think you know it all. If you're willing to work hard, it's, right. it's not a hard business. It's a tedious right. business where you always have to be on top of what's available, you know? Right. That's how you that's how you're able to succeed. The reality. Wow. That's that's amazing. So obviously <clears throat> you have to work hard, like you said, and you did that. You put in those twelve to sixteen hour days. Sometimes you went days without eating, so you had to kind of grind even on a empty stomach, which is amazing. How you found the energy is, is just incredible. And I guess you you must have drunk a lot of coffee out in Cali. <laughs> that may have helped oh, you. And Oh, coffee was my my best friend for years. I mean, when you, when you reconnected, I'm sure you saw me have three of uh, Yeah. Well, every hour yeah. I was having a coffee to keep going, you know? So, I, I see. You you kept a Starbucks in business, I'm sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. So working hard. Um, definitely, obviously, uh, in many ways goes without saying, but you also talked about the importance of doing your homework. The market research is so important. And you also talked about keeping uh, an open mind. Um, You know, they say in uh, in Zen, it's like a martial art religion, you want to always leave your cup empty, you know, always empty your cup, because you don't, you know, you don't know everything, obviously. And, you know, you, I mentioned, you mentioned before that a lot of agents, they would come into the business thinking that they know everything. And, and a lot of times right. they were the ones who ended up failing. And so, you know, it had, it's the exact opposite, obviously. And so, you know, there's always something to learn. You always have to have the mindset of a student. And, you know, obviously, you know, new things come up all the time, new technology. So you're always having to learn. You're never done learning, even to the day you die. I think Albert Einstein said that. that you know, he always Absolutely. considered himself a student, and he never stopped learning. And uh, so um, thank you so much for that advice. But um, it's interesting that you, you your first thing, I don't know if you meant this as a joke, but don't do it. Because <laughs> um, when you say don't do it, I'm guessing you mean that, that it's just really, really tough. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You have to be a little bit crazy yeah. to, you know, go weeks yeah. and months without getting a paycheck. It's just that's why I tell people if if it's gonna put it's gonna put you on your knees. If you're not willing to get right. back up, you, you know. Also, a key element to this business it, it teaches us to deal with um, getting shut down. Right. We're we're really good at a hundred doors closing a day, you know, like we're wow. really, really good of learning how to take that aspect out of it and just keep moving forward. Right. You never know right. where the next, where the next deal is coming from. So you, you get good with that. You just keep moving forward. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So, you know, it, obviously you have to have that thick skin to deal with that rejection. Absolutely. And so many people are scared of rejection. And so that's amazing. You guys almost remind me of Navy SEALs, you know, how um, they, the key to being a Navy SEAL when they go through something called Hell Week, which is, like, really, really torturous, <laughs> they, uh, is to not quit, you know. And 
because <laughs> what they do is if you want to quit, you have to ring a bell. And I think probably over 90% of guys probably ring the bell. Very few probably make it through that, that hell week. <laughs> but for you guys, it's not hell week. It's, it's like a couple of hell months, you know. <laughs> yeah, they have to get hell to get through that if you want to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's hell year. But it's interesting mm-hmm. you said it's hell year. Okay. So, again, you guys go to hell. It doesn't year. stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, it never gets better. Yeah. You're always getting run through yeah. the gutter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's similar to people who are financial advisors who I talk to who sell insurance. You know, they get the door slammed to their face all the time, and a lot of people drop out. Um, so that's why, you know, people like you, real estate agents, financial advisors, Navy SEALs, entrepreneurs, you guys really fascinate me because you guys are successful, but you have to go through this period of pain. Um, and not a lot of people are willing to do that. And you guys have to kind of network because, like, people like you who work on 100% commission, you're not getting a steady, secure, comfortable paycheck, which most people want uh, or most people settle for. And you have to essentially make something happen from nothing, if that makes any sense. To, Absolutely. To get to, to the, you know, it's amazing. And uh, so you guys really impressed me a lot. Um, you know, very few people um, want to do that kind of thing where they rely on 100% commission, and very few people who go into it even succeed. Uh, only a minority of people succeed. So you're one of the, I guess, uh, chosen few, and uh, so that's that's amazing. Yeah, you know. So uh, obviously, again, you have to have that thick skin um, uh, to you know, uh, with all the nose and whatnot. Um, but it's interesting um, that you guys are able to succeed uh, despite all this, you know, you know, you know, negativity, all the no's, but you have to keep positive, you know, and I guess imagine that there will be a brighter day. And so obviously when it comes to real estate agents and brokers, um, a lot of them rely, as we said before, on unethical tactics and whatnot and, and many do lie. I'm curious, what advice would you give to people who are looking for a real estate agent or to work with? Now, obviously, they can go to you, which I think is a great decision. <laughs> but let's say if you're not available or uh, if you're real busy, what, what advice would you give to someone who's looking for the right agent or broker to work with? Well, in the beginning, I think it's important for newer agents to select a boutique brokerage firm and really okay. get the hands-on knowledge. You know, um, you're, you, you, need, you need to be able to, like, gravitate to a broker and understand everything he says and doesn't, you know. And there's going to be times where mm. you think, you know, you know, there's a degree of difficulty to every deal. So the reality right. is, especially if you want to get into this business and you want to have success fast, is yeah. you're going to need that ment- mentoring program. Right. You know, there are a few out there. I'm not going to say I'm the only one. There are a few companies that will provide that mentoring program for you, and that's okay. that's the only way you're going to be able to grow your business. Right. Okay. So, definitely. For new agents, that's you definitely need whoever you select. Make sure like you're going to get that hands-on experience because without experience, you'll never learn anything. 
can't read it in a book. Got it. Right. Um, that's so amazing. And so you recommend that agents start with a boutique firm and maybe not Absolutely. avoid the big, big ones <laughs> where there well, might be more like you're more likely to see cutthroat tactics right there. Well, here's the, here's the thing. I, I'm not knocking the big firms. There are some big firms, yeah. right? And some of the yeah. managers there re- really care about their agents. But the reality yeah. is it's the percentages are slimmer, you know? Right. That's where you right. get to cut that. The bigger firms are more like, oh, I'm not creating my competition. Mm. So that's right. their mentality. Right. And, me is like, and me is more like, listen, if you're going to come work with me, you know, I want you to be able to learn how to sustain it for yourself, you know? Right. Isn't there right. saying, right? You can yeah. you can give a man a fish and you can feed him, but yeah. if he learns how to fish, yeah. you can feed. Uh, you can live forever or whatever the saying is, you know. Right, that's amazing, and you know, and that and that's so key and so critical. Um, obviously, at these boutique boutique firms, there it's more. Since it's smaller, I would say it's more like a family, right? You have that Absolutely. that intimacy, and people are more likely to want to mentor you and help you succeed. And I, I guess perhaps in other firms there's more of a zero sum mentality where it's you know i don't want to help you you might you know com- you know you might be my competition and but it's more important to have an abundance mentality there's enough for everybody and um, that may be more common in a boutique firm um not you know just more common not that you know you don't see that at all in big firms but maybe it's less common as, as you were saying before and uh, so that's so important to go, um, you know that you're being mentored you're being taught how to fish, so to speak. And right. now for someone who's looking for an agent, you, you, do you suggest that they go to boutique firms as well and avoid the, um, maybe perhaps avoid the bigger ones or, you know, looking for an agent to yeah. work with to find a home or apartment? It's all the intimate okay. process, you know. It's yeah. the reality. I, I've always felt the best managers um, were the ones that basically told me, I remember because I, I went to a few different companies. I'm not going to lie. Before right. I went in until right. I found my, my grip. And the best, the best advice I ever got from one of my managers was, he goes, it's going to take you about five years to make any money. And I looked at really? this guy like he was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I looked at him like he was nuts. But wow. then there's a saying in the business world, you have to put your 10,000 hours in, right? Right. So, now I, I can make the correlation. 10,000 hours is basically a 40-hour work week for five years. And then that's when you really start to understand the business, you know? Wow. So it, when you're looking for an agency or somebody, go right. to the guy who basically tells you, oh, you're going to – don't go to the guy who tells you you're going to make tons of money. They all say that. All right. Go to the guy yeah. who's going to turn around and say you have to work hard and yeah. you have to be willing to be on your, like, this industry will put you on, on, on your butt. <laughs> yeah. You know? You got to be willing to yeah. work hard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, yeah. Go to the guy that tells you that. Don't go to the guy who's going to tell you, yeah, come in, he's busy, we're going to make tons of money. Because that's all you right. hear. Go to the guy yeah. who's going to stand out and tell you the truth. That's why I talk right. newer agents. And that's wow. why newer that's agents amazing. chose me. 
And they always tell me in the interview, because I tell them the same thing. I said, what attracted you to real estate? Mm-hmm. You know, 90% of people that I've interviewed have told me because I've watched million dollar listings. And I turned around and they said, I can do this. It's true. It's, it, we laugh about it, but it, it's true. Yeah. And I look at them and say, okay, fine. You drew inspiration from there, but that's not the guy I want to hire. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because yeah. do you know what work those guys had to do to get there? That, that, that's yeah. not just from good looks and opening the yeah. door and you get a million dollar client. Yeah. No, that's from busting your ass. Sorry right. for me to say it this way. I don't know if we're allowed to say that, but no, you could you could curse. Work, you could say what you want. Okay, so it's, you got to work hard to be there, you know. Right. So go to the go to the guy that's going to tell you you need to work hard. Like this is not a right. nine to five. Right. You're willing to put in the extra hours. I'm here for you. And there are managers out there. There are few, but they're out there. So look for that guy. That's my yeah. advice. That's great. And that's amazing advice. And it's interesting because obviously, you know, a lot of people fall from the hype. They watch shows like that. And, you know, but hype is just that hype. You tell them the truth. It goes back to what you said before. Don't lie. And obviously you have to put in your five years, 10,000 hours. And this is a a career that will first put you on your knees or put you on your butt. And and you have to bust your ass. and, And that's so important for people to realize. And it's, it's, it's interesting um, that uh, I think a lot of people are obviously motivated by the money. Nothing wrong with that. But I think, in a sense, you have to like what you're doing. You know, I mean, you can't, money can't be the sole motivator, right? Obviously, you love real estate. You're passionate about real estate. Yeah. If, yeah, you, know, if you would be doing this uh, maybe perhaps for free if you wanted or for le- less than half the money you know, because you actually like it. And the money is just a bonus. You know? And so uh, you know, I, I remember I, I was listening it. to Oprah. Yeah, that's how you see it, right? And so Oprah Winfrey, uh, when I was watching her show, she once said, I do what I do because I love it, not for the money. Even though she's very wealthy, she said the money's just a bonus. And that's so important because obviously if you're in it for the money, when things get tough, you're more likely to to fail and drop out. So I think that's amazing that you're less likely to hire someone who's in it if money's their sole motivator. You know, they have to have a love of real estate. Uh, to get through those tough years where maybe they're not eating anything and they're just running on empty or running on caffeine. Uh, so that's amazing. And you tell people the truth, which is great. And um, I think you probably have saved people a lot of time and stress and aggravation by telling them the truth. And maybe they listened to you and said, you know, Peter's right. Maybe I shouldn't do real estate. And they don't bother with it at all. And you save people from getting into a career that they wouldn't have succeeded at. Um, Absolutely, because you know, obviously this isn't for everyone. So you've probably prevented people from <laughs> from wasting their time as well. I'm um, sure. Of course. So yeah, you know, and I've and, been thanked so by great. those people. I've been I've actually been thanked by people that way, and they've actually called me to buy their homes or rent their apartments. It's, wow. it's insane. Right. I'm telling you, it right. goes full circle. I've I've right. had agents that, because before I opened up my own firm, I was a manager at another firm. And right. I've had, I've had some of these guys turn around and say, you're the best. Um, I want you to represent me because they understand what I do for it, for it, for the whole thing to go full circle. Right. 
You don't, you don't know where your next deal is coming from. I tell people that. So that's why it's important to say the truth. Right. Yeah. And that's so amazing. Yeah, and you get much farther by telling the truth. Um, and it's, you know, it, I guess for a lot of people, they don't understand that it's counterintuitive. But, you know, it's, it's, it's so important to, to be honest because people, it makes you stand out and people love that. And uh, so thank you so much for that. And I'm curious, um, you mentioned a lot of important life lessons and success principles, particularly when it comes to perseverance and integrity, you know, the value of hard work and putting 10,000 hours in. I'm curious, uh, in addition to those life lessons, are there any others that you want to mention or share with folks that have, that have helped you out a lot? I mean, be you. You know, everyone develops their own style, right? I'm not telling you yeah. to be a carbon copy of me, but... When right. you're out there, especially, especially when you work, be yourself. People right. will gravitate to people, you know, that they see, like, that's how you become friends with someone. That's how relationships with you. Right. If you just be yourself, you're going to mm-hmm. attract the clientele that needs to be with you. If, you, right. if you're a relatable person, I'm telling you, you can go far in this business, but you've got to be willing to do the other pieces, right, the moving parts. Right. And that's so amazing. And, and thank you so much for that. And, you know, it, it's interesting how you mentioned before a lot of people watch Million Dollar Listing, which is like a reality show, I'm guessing. And sometimes reality shows don't depict reality. So <laughs> I think people need to be wary of that. Um, and, uh, you know, when, and also when people see successful people, they tend to get really envious and jealous. But what they don't really see is that all the hard work they put in. You know, when someone looks at you and sees that they, you have a firm, they don't realize that you worked really, really hard, blood, sweat, and tears, and went into this, And like as you were talking about before. And uh, so I think that's uh, something people have to keep in mind. And I think also what really helped you is that you weren't going to quit. You know, there's a story about Hernan Cortez. He was a, like a Spanish conquistador, or conquistador. He... His men were getting kind of antsy, right? They might mutiny, so he actually burned the boat so they couldn't go, they couldn't retreat or quit. And because he burned the boat, they, they realized their backs were up against the wall and they had to succeed. If that, you know, and I, I don't know if you've heard that story, but I think you had that mentality. I, I have. Burned the boat. Yeah, you have. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. And absolutely. So, so that's so important. If you want to do what Peter's doing and you want to be a successful real estate agent, you have to burn the boat. You, you know, you can't think about quitting. It's, it's this or nothing. And, you know, I mean, for you, you weren't going to do the nine to five job because I don't see you as a nine to five person. You know, I, you know, I see you doing something like this. You just, your personality is just cut out for it and you can feel the passion in your voice. Um, so you're definitely doing what you love. And, you know, they say when you do what you love, you never have to work a day in your life. And I can tell <laughs> you're, you're at that stage, so to speak. Um, so, and that's amazing. I'm, I'm curious, uh, are you someone who reads a lot of books about personal development or maybe biographies or autobiographies? Um, because I'd love to know your top book recommendations for people. Uh, my top book for people is uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, okay. That's a great book. Oh, uh, look, I read a lot. Um, on my spare yeah. time, I mean, if I even have it, I read everything. Um, mm. I'm big on I'm big on history. Right. 
because you know there, there's a saying like history repeats itself, and right. So so what I I tend to do is, you know, sometimes I'm a dreamer, right? I I think I'm the yeah. conqueror, right? I, right? I read a lot about leaders like Julius Caesar, Alexander the Great, right? Genghis Khan. I mean, like some of these guys wow. have a negative. Like, they have a negative expectation about them, right, because they've killed and slaughtered a million people. But right. the reality was they had a vision. And right. no matter what the vision was, right, they would not stop. They just kept going. That's what always right. impressed me. It's like, how can right. these guys go thousands of miles and take over these foreign lands every day? Yeah. They're, you know, every, they had the riches, but they kept right. going. Yeah. It becomes more of a drug, you know, and I, right. I think, honestly, that's what this has become. It's not like even a job anymore. It's just mm. to keep going and to keep conquering. But mm. when you're conquering, you're right. conquering, like, different yeah. parts of the yeah. city. It just it drives me crazy. So, yeah. All rich right. Dad, wow, Poor Dad, wonderful. definitely, because you put – Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because it definitely puts your mind into a perspective – and then mm. his, I, I also tell people to read history because mm. you need, if you can see what these guys went through in their struggles to move right. forward in life, you, even mm. every, like even every negative person that you hear about, there's something the good, you know, there's a good trait that they had that put right. them to where they were. You know? Right. That's interesting. That's amazing, and um, so I'm definitely going to do that. I, I've already read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I thought it was a great book. And but obviously, uh, the biographies of particularly successful people, conquerors, um, is so important. And there's a common theme: they had that vision, they had that drive, and they stuck to that vision. Um, so you've written uh, books about the lives of Caesar and Genghis Khan. I believe Genghis Khan had the largest empire, or the largest, I think, contiguous, contiguous contiguous empire in, in world history. So a lot to learn from that right. guy. And uh, so, and the Roman empire, of course, and obviously the Greek empire with Caesar, of course. And so, and you said before well, that you were a dreamer. That's why I mentioned so. Alexander. That's why I oh, envisioned, uh, yeah. Got Alexander it. the great reason being because that guy's empire was not built for money. It was built on the mind. You know, if you really right. read the story, he wasn't inspired by money, and that's what really blew my mind over. That's what, actually, if you think about it, like in in Western civilization where we live today, if it wasn't right. on those dreams and beliefs, we didn't know, we wouldn't have known about these philosophers. We wouldn't have known anything. So, right. That's why I say it's important. Go back and read, like understand their mindset. If you can do right. that, I mean, I think sky's the limit. It doesn't have to be this business, but anything you get into, right. Without passion, yeah. without a passion with it, you can't yeah. succeed. Right. And that's amazing. And obviously it's important to study history and learn from the great men and women of the past. You know, there are tons of people who lived before you, so you want to learn from them, and that's so critical. And you find that their motivation went far beyond money. And just like we were talking Absolutely. about before, you know, that's money is a common motivator. Yeah. Common, yeah. It's all about their passion, what they love, and about legacy, and and whatnot. And the money's always just a bonus. It's never really the main driving force. 
you know, money in many ways is just a man-made uh, commodity. It's not of it's nature. It's a tool. Really. It's yeah. a tool. It's really a tool. You know, money, yeah. look, I'm not telling you money's evil, right? Money's a tool. Yeah. And when, yeah. and when you, you you can open up new things, like you know you can create yeah. more. It's a great thing. Yeah. But people right. often get com- get it confused that without money they can't be happy. But the reality yeah. is, you need to keep building your fundamentals so you can have more tools in order to succeed. Yeah. And that's what my, money should be the driving force, just to keep building what your visions and dreams are. That's that's why it goes hand in hand, you know. Right, definitely. And the the other thing I wanted to mention is that, you know, they say that life is 10% um, what happens to you and 90% how you respond. And I think you're a living proof of that. You know, you could have just given up and quit um, when things got tough. I quit every day, day, man. I quit every day. (laughs) (laughs) I quit every night and I go home. I'm like, why am I doing this? Then I wake up in the morning, I'm like, all right, let's go. And it's the yeah. reality. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but, I, but I'm saying, you know, you make things happen. You know what I mean? You went to Albany, you, you know, you never, you, you always find a solution, and you don't just pack up your bags and go home. You didn't say, well, there's a pandemic, we got to shut down. I'm sure there were a lot of real estate agents and brokers that probably went out of business, perhaps, or just stopped doing what they did. But you didn't do that. Yeah. And, you know, you found a way around, and it, it goes back to the mindset that, you know, you make things happen in life, um, and that's so important and um, very critical. I'm curious, are you ever going to um, write a book yourself about your life or about real estate? Uh, I think it would be a great book, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, am I ever going to write a book? Yeah, probably. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not ready for it right now. I've always thought about it. I've played it in my mind because I've always wanted to give back to an industry that right. gave me so much. And that's the reality right. of it. Why I would write a book. It's given right. me so much. And I want to be able to share that with people because it's not, you know, you know, if you, if you have success and you're not giving back, it's like, why mm-hmm. are you doing it? Right. So yeah, def- definitely will write a book. Just don't know when. I flirted with mm. the idea, you know. I've written paragraphs and stuff, but mm. I don't think I'm ready to be there yet. Okay. Um, well, when you do write that book, um, I'll be the first getting, person online to buy it. it. You're yeah. getting it. Yeah, I will buy it. You're Thank getting you, it. Hey, you don't yeah. have to buy it, man. I'm shipping you one, man. Your friend uh, first. You remember so that. Yes, and I appreciate that a lot, Peter. And yeah, thank you so much for that. Um, and I will de- definitely devour that book because I, I read a lot of um, inspiring books about personal development and whatnot. And so I would, I would read it right away, straight away, and finish it in like a day or two. Um, the other thing is, um, I had another question for you. Can you, would you ever start or create your own podcast? Because I think you'd be great. <laughs> um, I flirted really with the idea. I, no, I have. I've flirted with the idea, and um, actually, I I started implementing tools um, during yes. the pandemic, right? Because I had a lot of free time, and yes, it's just there's so many moving parts. Where there will be a podcast in the near future, and blogging okay. and posts like that. It's just, it's yeah. just 
when I'm mentally ready to dedicate my time. So whatever I do in life, right, I want to be give it my thousand percent. So we're, okay. We're, that, but it's, right. it's in the process, to be honest with you. I am setting up the pieces, and I'll let you guys know when we're ready to go there. Good, great, um, because I would say that starting a podcast is amazing. Um, you can interview people if you have an interview format. It helps you build relationships, uh, create deepened relationships. And so I highly recommend um, folks get a podcast. Uh, there's a marketing guru named Seth Godin. He's like bald-headed, wears glasses. You may have heard of him. Um, he's written yeah, several of books. He I've says seen, you have I've seen some of his stuff. Okay, great. He he says that everyone should have a podcast and that podcasting is a new blogging. So, um, so I there agree. you go. And yeah, and the thing is, it's it's free to start a podcast. It doesn't cost any money um, <coughs> to get on Spotify, Google, Apple, and whatnot. So I um, I think it's a great tool for people. Uh, creates a lot of content that you can, you know, send to people and, and put on social media and whatnot. Um, so I recommend to everyone to start a podcast. Um, you know, uh, I think it's something that obviously it takes time to, to put the, you have to put time into it, even though it's free to start. You know, to get any use out of it, you have to keep publishing and creating content. Um, but I think you'd make a great podcast host. And once that podcast is up and running, I'll definitely be listening. So you have at least one person in your audience. You have to start somewhere, so there you go. And But I know do really well, because uh, as you succeed in real estate, you would definitely succeed in that venture as well. So Thank you, man. I'm curious, now, obviously, you got it, man. And it's, uh, I, I know that it would, I know it to be true that you would do well. Um, so I also wanted to um, thank you uh, for coming on and being a guest. This interview has uh, blown my mind. It's simply blown away my expectations. Uh, one of the best I've ever done, actually. Um, so thank you so thank much you. for that. And you got it. And uh, it's curious, how can people, um, um, if you could just go ahead and describe all the ways that people can just get in touch with you if they want to use or if they know someone wants to use your services or if they want to put a successful center of influence in their network, um, how can people connect with you or get in touch with you? Well, the best way is... You know, we have the social media pages um, yeah. here. Uh, but honestly, because I'm more of a very hands-on person, I would tell them just, hey, yeah. shoot me an email. It's p.m. at pierremichel.com, P-I-E-R-E-M-I-C-H-E-L.com. Got it. My name is Peter Michael. I'll respond to you. I'm not one of those guys. I respond to everybody. So, you Wonderful. know, check out the website. PierreMichel.com. My name's Peter Michael. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, I believe my my Instagram, the company's Instagram is Pierre.Michel. That's P-I-E-R-E mm-hmm. dot M-I-C-H-E-L. So go ahead. Go for Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Contact us. Great. And just so you know, I'm going to have this information that you just provided um, listed in the episode description box so people can see it and read it there um, for your Instagram and your email. It's going to be right on there. And so people can see it there. So, again, um, I wanted to go ahead and thank you for being a guest on the show. Uh, This was a very uh, lively and inspiring uh, interview, and I want to thank the guests. Uh, Excuse me, I want to thank the members of the audience for listening 
Um, I'm sure that they gained a lot from listening to you, and I urge everyone to go out and connect uh, with Peter right away and to build a relationship and put Peter in their network. Um, I think that would be a very wise decision. And so, again, thank you, Peter. um, I was going to go ahead and give you the the last word or the final send-off. Anything else you want to mention? As far as anything else, go out there and do good, man. Give it your best. If it's not your best, it's not yeah. worth giving, you know? Got it. That's how Thank I you so much for those. That's how I like to end it. Great. Thank you so much for that. That was amazing. And I'm going to uh, uh, get back to you guys in the audience uh, in, in the next episode. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Peter. And thanks, folks, for listening. And uh, everyone have a wonderful day. Take care and bye-bye. Hey, guys, before you go, just real quick, um, if you can just do me a favor, if you can head over uh, to the uh, Apple Podcast app, and if you're not there already, and if you can leave me a five-star review, that would be great. Um, If you love the show, if you can just go ahead and do that, and that will help uh, to spread the word about the show, and other people can enjoy the show as much as you do. And so if you can do that, that would mean the world to me. And also, if you want to email me uh, with any feedback or any praise or support, um, please feel free to go ahead and do that. And you can also email me to request to be put on our email list. Uh, So... Uh, we can uh, send you out emails uh, when new episodes come out. So uh, thank you very much for being a fan of the show. Thank you for listening to the show and supporting the show. So if you can do that, go out and give us a a five-star review on the Apple Podcast uh, app. Uh, That would be great. And if you can email us so we can put you on the email list and email us with feedback and praise, that would be amazing. Uh, Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.